when our parents were younger, it was a different story. So they were going through different issues. Now with social media, we're more connected than ever. But also, we uh, with the with so much connection, there's so much comparisons. It's easier to make comparisons. Our parents like could compare themselves a lot when they were younger, but they weren't connected with like billions of people online to compare themselves to. They would just like compare to their neighbor, right? But like now we're comparing ourselves to people we see every day. Hello, people. Thanks for tuning in to listen to me, La, where we hear stories behind the mask. So this is Kay, and this is Kath, and we have a very special guest today. He's going to talk about hashtag stare, as in S T A I R. So, Kat, what do you think that means? Um, I think it means a mode of transportation from a lower ground to upper ground. <laughs> Maybe I'm not creative enough, but I think there's more to it. What about you, uh, Kay? What do you think it is? I think it's just that stare. <laughs> like I, I would rather I would rather use uh, an elevator, but stare something to just go up and down. Mm-hmm. So to help us with this, we're gonna call the voice. Hello, voice. Hello, everyone. I am the voice. <laughs> How are you today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very excited to be a part of this. So I'm full of that hormone that gives... Is it dopamine? I think it's dopamine. Yeah, I'm full of dopamine right now. (laughs) Very scientific, yeah. Dopamine. So, why hashtag stairs? Okay, so um, that is a very... I mean, it's not that tough of a question to answer because I chose the word. But uh, when I was thinking of that word, I wanted to describe what had changed, impacted my life about five, six years ago. Um, And with stairs, it can come in two formats. So it's like stair, like climbing up the stairs, or it could be stair where people are looking at you. So then what could it be? But um, as said earlier in the episode, it's stairs walking up. (laughs) So uh, yeah, so with stairs, um, about six years ago, I I guess for a while uh, growing up, I've always struggled with body image issues uh, after gaining weight and being obese Mm -hmm. when I was about 10 years old. Uh, it was surprising. I didn't know it was a bad thing, but uh, at that time I was overseas in a different country, in my home country, uh, and I was with my mom. And mm-hmm. they overfed me as Asian families do. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Guys, eat this chicken, eat everything. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, okay, this tastes great, and I'm going to have to travel back, so I'm going to eat everything over here. So I did. And uh, I gained weight. And then my dad flew over to that home country and he saw me and I ran to him and I was like, ah, hi, Papa. And he was just like, what happened to her? <laughs> like, oh my God. But he said that to my entire family. thinking I couldn't hear him. I heard everything. He was just like, I was so surprised when my daughter came over and she was just running towards me. I was like, 
question mark? I didn't really say that, but that's what I interpreted from his. How, how old were you again? I was um, nine or ten. Okay. Nine. I'm in denial, so it was, I was definitely nine. I mean, it's the age to be chubby and cute, you know. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, yeah. So ever since then, I had been obese, and uh, I didn't know it was a struggle to to go through until people pointed it out, uh, and it was people pointing it out within family, within friends, uh, within schoolmates, uh, within school. Yeah. So uh, that's why I chose the word stare. Nice, nice. I guess it's it is a relatable content. I mean, we all were fed to be cute, <laughs> and then once once we enter school life, you know, you just notice people around you like, oh, they're thin, and why am I round? And this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, at first, it doesn't hit you, you know. Yeah. It's a normal thing. I mean, I was brought up this way. I think this is normal, and yeah. Did you guys have experience with that too, like uh, growing up, uh, being? Also, I know that we all grew up with insecurities, but did you feel insecure about the way you looked growing up? Yes, I think I still do, Lamal. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's like uh, obviously worse when I was a teen, uh, or or as a child, yeah. Because, I I mean, because now there's more awareness on, like, you know, being yourself and stuff like that, so it's easier to cope with it. But I think as a child and, like, as a teen, especially teenagers, you know, like what um Kesevan said, like, people will start, like, you'll start realizing. That's why, I think that's where the hormones all come as well, right? Then mm-hmm. you're more self-conscious and stuff like that. Yeah. What about you, kid? Like, have you... Oh, always, always. <laughs> always. Because... It's, uh, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was plump, I was cute, I was a, I was a big child. So, and it's not by choice. I actually had to, I actually had asthma. So I had to take like a steroid kind of, you know, the pumps, just to, just to, you know, be healthy. But then it had its side effect, my body got big. And if you're gonna compare it from, those days and these days, you know, mm-hmm. those days were like, oh, you have to be thin, you have to run, you have to do this, you have to do that, you know, to just stay fit. But in like, like this current generation, it's more towards like body positivity. You can be your own self, but we had it tough, even like way five or six years back, you know. Yeah. I think it's the awareness, sorry. That's true. I think, even now, it's a struggle that keeps going on because even with body positivity, it's still something that's debatable nowadays. And with the internet, there's so much comparisons that are being done, uh, not just with the way you look, but even like your achievements and everything. But oh. that's like, yeah. Oh my God, don't get me started on that. Like, mm-hmm. social, media, social media is both a curse and and uh, like a gift, la, I would say. I think it's not the intention was to bring people closer together, but it kind of like has a side effect as well. Like people start comparing everything and this includes like, like you mentioned, accomplishments, body image. Uh, so many things wrong about social media, trust me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 
I don't know. It's it's just uh, another. Um, I can't find the words for it. <laughs> but it's just another hurdle. Yeah, it's another hurdle that we have to go through. Uh, when our parents were younger, it was a different story. So they were going through different issues. Now with social media, we're more connected than ever. But also, we uh, with the with so much connection, there's so much comparisons. It's easier to make comparisons. Mm-hmm. Our parents like could compare themselves a lot when they were younger, but they weren't connected with like billions of people online to compare themselves to. They would just like compare to their neighbor, right? But yeah, like yeah. now we're comparing ourselves to people we see every day. Mm-hmm. Like during those those kind of way back five even five to six seven years ago where social media is still not a thing yet. We are like, oh, look at, look like, look, look at cousin A. I mean, he is thin. Why are you so round? So it's like those kind of comparisons, you know, I mean, yeah, but that's still comparison. La. Yeah. I mean, but we can agree that social media actually is a catalyst to many things, you know. I like how Kim mentioned when, uh, you know, about like your asthma and like the steroid things, because it's kind of, um, a lot of people, I think a lot of people associate with, like being overweight with being lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, like, why don't you exercise? Just go run and stuff like that. But actually some people, that's like, you know, an underlying condition, whether it's mentally or physically that we don't know about. And with social media, like, you don't see that. You only see the front. You only see like a photo of this person. Because like, why would like K post like photos of his asthma and stuff like that, right? So a lot of people don't know about that side, which which is sad. And so it's, it's it's sad that people don't see the other side of the story and are like very quick to judge. Yeah, um, it's the pressures of social media as well. Like, if you do share the bad side, people would say that it's because you want attention. If you mm-hmm. share only the good side, that's the norm. You're showing off, but that's what you're supposed to be doing on social media. Social media is for showing off. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. It's just my interpretation of what's going on in my circle i guess Mm, yeah so um there's there's a lot of pressure for what you put online um but yeah the thing that you mentioned about comparing to cousins oh that like triggered the memory in my head (laughs) When, when i was younger oh the amount of time so i lived um in a country that was different to my homeland um and every year i would visit uh, my homeland to see my grandma, my cousins, the rest of my family. Uh, and after that year, after I turned nine, every year I would go back. It would always be uh, a series of people pinching my cheeks, pinching my arms, pinching my stomach without consent. I'm just saying, <laughs> without consent. <laughs> Give kids your consent. But yeah, they would do that to me and they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so fat. <laughs> And you're oh just like, why are you laughing? This isn't funny. That is so wild. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they do it in a way where they feel like they're complimenting you. Um, but it's not a compliment. Um, but it's it's uh, what families do. And it's really sad that uh, they do that. It's very ironic, right, that they do that. And then they say that, oh, you know, like, why are you so fat? And stuff like that. And then after that, they'll say eat why aren't you eating and then yeah. and it's just a wish cycle that you know how to break and you get also confused as a child even, yeah. even now you're like why am i eating so much i'm not even hungry 
oh my gosh, all of that really led to um, things that had affected my life uh, about six years ago. So about six years ago, I started losing weight. Um, mm -hmm. And when I visited my homeland, when I started visiting my homeland, every time they asked me to eat more, I would say no. Um, and I would just eat like a circle, wait, how do you, a coin of rice <laughs> and then oh. like meat. It was so sad, but they'd be like, oh, she's losing weight, but eat more, eat more. And I'd be like, uh, this is so confusing, these messages, I don't understand what you're yeah, trying to yeah. say. Because if you do eat a lot, then they're going to talk. Okay, so this is extended family law. They're going to yeah. talk crap about you and be like, oh, you know, she ate a lot, such a fat, fat kid entitled da, 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 da. and uh yeah. and if you don't eat and then they will go all like eat they will attack you i mean it's like a it's like a double-edged sword if you said something <laughs> and you get another thing <laughs> yeah i guess i guess it's more towards your environment if you mm -hmm. if uh if people are around you are a big size you know plus size or like you know healthy prosperous people but then if you move to a different country or like a different environment totally different environment you'll start to like realize that you're the odd one out like, like everyone around you like for from my ex uh from my experience i was okay i went to japan so i i think i mentioned it like a lot of episodes like previous episodes like i'm 0.5 japanese so <laughs> Okay, so it's like, before going to Japan, I was 90 kilos, like 90 kgs, a big dude, okay? And the moment I went to Japan, everyone is like, so skinny, like so skinny. You mean and Japanese people? Japanese people were like, so skinny, and it, and I can't really, I was wearing XL, the size XL, like before going to Japan, so upon coming to Japan, and I do note, I, I didn't. I did not buy winter clothes. So I had to like buy clothes in Japan. But I can't really find the size, my size being XL. And for them, XL for them, it's Malaysia's M size or L size. Oh. So in order for me to go and shop, I had to like go to the thrift stores or like the plus size XXXL kind of corners just to find my clothes you know but then um it makes me i it makes me stand out so much that i feel so uncomfortable mm -hmm. and i start losing weight lah, you know from that kind of experience but do you do you have like those kind of similar experience while when you when you came here yeah so so okay so where we are now which is malaysia is uh the homeland is my homeland okay. so when i moved to malaysia about um oh my god i don't even know the years anymore so i moved here in 2015 it's 2021 2020 didn't exist to me i don't know if it existed for anyone else because of the oh no we're gonna like ignore that i'm not familiar with that word or that number but um yeah so when uh before i moved here oh i feel like um really with body image issues the little things the micro is it called microaggression? I think they're called microaggression. Mm -hmm. That people do to you when you're younger, especially growing up with it for your entire life. You carry that a lot into your adulthood. And yeah. in adulthood, it's the time for you to realize that 
this isn't it anymore and this isn't right. So that was something I carried with. And it was things like um, in school, friends would be like, uh, so my name's The Voice, right? So The Voice, like, uh, you know, I love you, right? And I was like, yeah. Then you're like, then I think you should lose weight. Um, and I'm only saying this because I love you. And I wouldn't understand. I would. I was like, okay, but what does that have to do with anything? And they were just like, um, yeah, so I see my parents telling me to lose weight so because they love me. So uh, I'm just like relaying the message, I guess. So it's it's like the, it's adults giving it to their children and children passing it on to other children, unfortunate events. So growing up, I really felt that I couldn't be loved until I lost weight. Mm-hmm. It's the saddest thing ever. I would never wish that upon anyone, especially um, like teens, especially kids, growing up because you like you don't deserve love because of your weight or the way you look. Oh my gosh, that was so unfortunate. So um, yeah, uh, before I moved here, uh, I was gonna move here for my education. I set up a goal to lose weight. Uh, I didn't put like a number on it. I just wanted to lose weight until I looked attractive enough. So that when I moved here, I would be loved. I would, I would be deserving of love. Uh, at the time, long story, uh, I moved to an apartment uh, in my country. So in my previous country, so every day I would walk up the stairs and walk back down. So it was like five, five flights of floor, uh, five flights. That would, <laughs> yeah, five flights. So that I could lose weight, and uh, I wouldn't eat as much. My parents would bring all this like delicious food, especially because I was moving out. They wanted me to eat so much, but I didn't, and now I regret it, <laughs> like, because I moved here, and I won't ever have that food again. So uh, I would skip all of that, just so that I could lose weight. And then I brought it to Malaysia, and here in Malaysia, um, I was alone with my older brother. And uh, it was easier to lose weight in that sense, because there are no parents or no adults telling you to eat, telling mm-hmm, yeah. you to do this and that, and being like, oh, you know, like, you're supposed to eat and do that. Uh, it was just me and my brother. So um, when I was here, I only ate um, a maximum of two meals a day. And I would just walk to bus stations to get to my campus. And uh, I would take a bus and stop at the furthest bus stop from my house so that I could walk home. So that was my form of exercise. Before I slept, I would exercise a bit. And then when I woke up, I would exercise even more. Um, And what's really sad is that I didn't even notice my change. I didn't notice that I was losing weight. I didn't notice that was unhealthy. So I would never go to bed uh, full. I would always go to bed hungry. If I wasn't in bed hungry, I would feel very uncomfortable and uh, I just wouldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep if I was full or if I had food in my stomach. So I had to be like growing stomach uh, hungry. Mm. And that's something that's still happening even now with me because it's already a habit that was built. Mm. So, um, yeah. Where, where did I stop? <laughs> Sorry about that. Going into a like raw, long <laughs> session. Go for it. Um, what happened? Yeah, so I only realized that I was, uh, at the time, the skinniest that I've ever been when um, I took a bus with another classmate who I wasn't close to. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she was like, "Uh, what happened to you? 
you lost so much weight. And I said, oh, really? I didn't notice. And she was just like, yeah, I'm actually concerned for you. Do you even eat anymore? And she was like asking me all these questions because she was so concerned. Like, oh, how did you lose weight that fast? Uh, are you okay? Do you need help? And, uh, and that's when I realized, okay, so <laughs> maybe there is something wrong. Um, but I was just happy that I lost weight, even though it was in a very unhealthy uh, manner. Um, until my mom came and uh, she fed me lots again. <laughs> so when my mom visited the homeland, she was just like, eat, eat, eat. and then I regained a bit, but then I would go back to these habits. Uh, and it took me a while to unlearn that. It took me a while to like not starve myself or to eat. So what I would eat uh, to all Malaysians out here is that, uh, you know those tiny nasi lemaks? Uh-huh. The is it? The bungkus one, yeah. I would eat one of that. Uh, for breakfast and then in the afternoon if I was hungry I would eat melons and then if I was going home I would just drink water so that was my dinner <laughs> that's how bad it was it's very uh, very unhealthy um, and I wouldn't recommend that uh, but yeah yeah thanks for sharing that like, um, yeah. mm-hmm. it sounds like a very long journey and it's it's cool it's very nice how you managed to pull through would you say that i mean if you're comfortable answering would you say that you have healed like completely from this or it's still a journey uh it's still a journey so this is uh this is like a really difficult conversation to have even now like uh just talking about the entire journey makes me want to tear up honestly uh, because uh, it's still something that I'm struggling with. So eventually, uh, when I lost weight, I gained confidence because people were like, wow, you look good. Uh, people from high school would comment on like social media, right? Uh, they would comment and be like, how did you lose weight? And I'd be like, ha ha, get into university, you stress, and then you lose the weight because of the stress, ha ha ha. But uh, it wasn't that. It was because of the unhealthy habits. So um, in my final year of university, uh, I gained a lot, a lot of weight back. So it wasn't as much as when I was back in uh, my previous country, but um, it was enough to be obvious through uh, pictures and everything. And I got very insecure and I went back into that phase where I felt like I couldn't be loved. And this was at a time where I wanted to start dating. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, whenever I went out and people were interested in me, I wouldn't accept that. And I would say that they were feeling sorry for me or that it was a lie. Um, The way they were treating me is because they just felt sorry for me. Um, Or maybe we have mutual friends. So Mm -hmm. why would they be interested in me? And that got in the way so much. Uh, Yeah, so I started seeing a counselor uh, for about a year, like from 2019 to 2020. Uh, for career choices but then I told I opened up to her about like uh, the weight thing and every time I opened up to her I would be like crying and crying and she'd be like oh here's some tissues honey here's some tissues and I'd be like oh I want to stop crying I know that like I know that it's all in my okay that I hate it when people say that actually I know that I'm capable of being loved uh, but I just couldn't get that out of my head because it was something that I grew up with right it's something that you from childhood so um yeah it was really sad because um i just wouldn't go through with uh dating people because i was so insecure about how i looked 
down. I mean, in in terms of like the dating kind of stuff, right? So it's like, have you have you hung out with someone who is quite attractive, and you'll mm-hmm. be like, at some point you feel like, oh, this is it feels good as at least like the quite attractive person. It's like hanging out with you, but then if you're if you're like in the company of three to four unattractive, uh, I mean attractive people. So you'll you start feeling insecure, like that. Yeah. Did God even do some efforts onto myself? Yeah. <laughs> like sprinkle the glitter dust to make me attractive, like like clean, transfer some of the attractiveness to. Yeah, yeah. It's very nice. I mean, it's funny you mentioned like you know how your friends said from high school were like, oh, you know, you look better now just because you lost weight. That was. Yeah. TikTok I watched, uh, I forgot, I really forgot, I really want credit uh, the person who made the video, but I really forgot her name. But she made a video on whether the the um, idol or the celebrity is actually fashionable or just skinny. Have you, have you seen that? So basically, there was like, so basically, it's the same outfit, but worn by a skinny person. And everyone's like, oh, you know, so fashionable. But then when the exact same outfit is worn by like someone's a bit overweight, overweight, and then they go all like, ugh, like so mm-hmm. ugly and stuff like that. So yeah. what she does is like she'll watch all these video, um, like fashion shows or outfits, and then she'll like comment like, "Do you think she's actually fashionable or skinny?" And then she'll be like, "Eh, just skinny. Do not buy that outfit." Oh <laughs> so it's very, really, it's very really sad to see how society. I compare like fashionable attractiveness based on one's weight or size. Mm-hmm. That's very unfair. It's very, very unfair. Uh, yeah. Uh, my gosh. It just like it's very, it's very. It, it reminds me of like what happened about last year. I went to a party where there were very attractive people, and they were there was an attractive uh person who seemed interested in me. And I just couldn't accept that. And um, I remember going home crying in like the grab car and on a call. And I had a friend who was a dietitian and I was just like, hey girl, please send me like how to like send me a, a whole diet plan so that I could lose weight fast because I just, yeah, I just can't handle being like overweight again. And then um, I would compare the pictures of how I was at that time to how I was when I was having unhealthy habits and I was uh, quote unquote skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very sad. So yeah, that, that's like why I am for body positivity. And that's a question I'd like to ask you guys as well. Like, um, are you for body positivity and like, why? Can I ask like, what's the opposite of that? So. If you're against body positivity, what, what does that mean? I, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess body positivity would... Yeah, that's a good question. Because I, I would associate body positivity with something like um, accepting someone because no matter what they look like, especially uh, people who are plus size, because they are the most discriminated against compared to like... Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, like you know, people who are less, uh, people who are like skinnier, yeah. I think it's more towards if you're healthy and you're comfortable with yourself, mm. that's it. Mm. Right. Yeah. And yeah, 
Kat, anything you want to say? I want to ask you a question actually, Kay, because I'm actually quite interested in knowing about, you know, like when we were talking about like body issues, right? So I want to hear from a male's perspective. Yeah, because because I know, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure like regardless of gender, everyone feels this, but because we're, we don't know, so we just want to ask you, yeah. In, in your answer as well, I, I wanted to ask, um, is it something that uh, that you feel comfortable talking about with your male friends? I guess, like, my husband's roots from sometimes it's scary. Not scary, but uh, it's not talked about a lot within the male community. That's why they can't voice out whether they're feeling insecure about the way they look or not. Mm, well, we have, like, those kind of guys who don't really care about body like a couple of my friends have beer bellies you know like it's it, it stuck it's stuck it's stuck out you know so but mostly being too skinny being too fat and the ideal kind of thing is to get more muscular mm-hmm. so we all hit the gym to build muscle or to gain muscle mm-hmm. or like to lose weight that's important to them, but it's not as vicious as female kind of, from the female kind of standpoint. Mm. You know, guys, do, we are comfortable in our self. Like, I, I can't really speak for other guys, but in, in terms of my experience, um, I think growing up in my own environment, that I, I believe being muscular is being sexy is being more confident you know those kind of things and this is another thing that i would like to point out we keep on saying like don't judge a book by its cover but first impression is the most important one you know it's pretty contradicting in a sense so if people see you like oh first time oh you're fat and that memory just sticks to you it just latches onto you you know like forever people gonna see like oh you're fat you're fat you're fat um but then it's uh yeah it's it's a bit hard i mean it depends on who your circle is you know that that's quite important and here's the thing that i would like to point out regardless of gender guys or girls and i quote one of my friends one of my close friends and she posted a facebook a, a post on facebook and it reads like um weight loss tips are only to be given when asked for yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. So, like your other family men- members or whoever, if we don't ask for like weight loss tips, please don't like. Yeah. And this and this is the same with weight weight gain as well. You know, like what? Don't assume that I need like any tips. Just go, just go away. <laughs> yeah, like in terms of me being too skinny or me being too fat, if I didn't ask you, don't. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. So you don't really, you don't, you don't, please don't open your mouth, people. Like, <laughs> randomly just open the timing, read it, ask, are you healthy? Are you okay? Those kind of questions to give assurance. If not, just, just, just shut up, you know? <laughs> it, actually, it actually shocks me that people actually, I've, I mean, like, I think I'm fortunate enough to, to have them meet anyone like that. But, but I hear my friends telling stories, like, uh, even like the voice just now when you were saying that your friend was like, 
telling you, relaying something that she heard from her parents. And yeah, it, it still shocks me. Like, oh, I didn't know people actually do that. Like, they just come to you and just give advice. What do they think they are? Like some... Yeah. Like just coming in and throwing stuff at you. Yeah. In, this, in this world, right? I mean, people, okay, specifically speaking about plus-size people, you know, so body, uh, I mean, body positivity, it's like, it's it's about being comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. If you accept it, you accept it. If you be comfortable, if you're healthy with it, it's okay. But most of most of the people are like, oh, you're just normalizing obesity, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. so what what's your take on that, the voice? So, the reason why I feel so strongly uh, about my support for the body body positivity movement is because um and this was a realization that i only had last year when i was seeing my counselor um and i was reflecting a lot so um with with being obese or with being overweight um people look at you if you're overweight or obese and they think immediately that you're unhealthy and I really so so I can if I'm putting myself in the shoes of someone who was looking at me at the time, it would be, oh they're unhealthy. Let me help them out quickly. Make them lose weight by calling them ugly, by telling them you know like you're not worth anything. Maybe that would motivate this child to lose weight. Um, yeah, I, it reminds me that even when I was younger, I remember like one of my family members was like, how are you gonna get a boyfriend if like you don't if you look like that. And they meant it, I felt like they were saying it from a good place, but it, that's not it, guys. Do not do that. <laughs> or uh, people, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's why I'm very passionate about it. So uh, the thing is, the first thing that comes to their head is unhealthy. Um, and then I lost weight by very unhealthy methods, by starving myself and by overworking myself through starvation. Uh, and I was complimented for that kind of thing. So is that really, are you really looking after my health rather than the way I look if you're not taking into account that I lost weight because of very unhealthy methods? Yeah, so that's when I realized that people don't really care about whether you're healthy or not when they comment on your body, when they comment on the way you look. What they really care about is if you fit, if you fit into society's standards of beauty. If you don't fit in it, then um, they shame you for it. And uh, yeah, that's why a lot of people have um, issues, very, very unhealthy uh, relationships with food. And, yeah. yeah. It's so sad. Because it's food really- is something that you should really enjoy, you know? It's such a, exactly. I mean, like, personally, I'm a foodie, so like, food's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I just wanted to add also. Oh, sorry. I just came to mind. But the thing is, like, um, you, there are people who fit into society's standards of beauty, which is um, not overweight or not obese, uh, but they live very unhealthy lifestyles. So eating fast food a lot, they have fast metabolisms or whatever. I don't know the science behind it, even though I should. But um, <laughs> they, they have all of this. And people don't comment on their unhealthy eating habits because they look fine. But when an overweight or an obese person eats that way, then they're shamed for it. Mm -hmm. 
just putting that out there. Think about it, audience. That's a great point to raise, you know? Yeah. Oh, you were saying before I interrupted. Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, you just you just took everything out of my mouth and just like <laughs> displayed it. <laughs> Those were the things I was, I was about to say. But isn't it sad, though? I mean, a lot of people are judging on how you look rather than seeing the behind process. I really understand. Like suddenly your, your weight just bounced up, you know? You were skinny and your weight was up like a yo-yo, you know? Mm-hmm. Up and down, up and down. So it, it stands from different kind of things. It, it, it doesn't mean that you're you're lazy or you're not moving or you're not active. It could be like under stress where you're binge eating or like uh, like like my previous experience with asthma, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're fat. Because of that, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not to say that it can't be controlled, but that's the way it is. Yeah. yeah. And this is just, we're just talking about weight, you know, there's also those beauty standards, like uh, for a female that you have to have, like, you know, the right amount of curves. But, mm-hmm. but like, I, I don't know, I don't know, like whether people realize that, like, people are born in different body types. There's like yeah. some people that were born this way, no matter how many times you're going to exercise, you're not going to get that thigh gap, you know? Yeah, but then because it's a beauty standard, then some people actually go to extreme measures to to get that, to reach that standard. And it's really not supposed to be that way, person, I feel. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. I mean, if we, I mean, based on my experience, it's more towards like staring myself in the mirror for mm-hmm. so long. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I, I tried everything. I tried mm-hmm. losing weight. You know, it's it's more towards like that kind of, you know, you just you just stand there in front of a mirror trying to like pinch every flaps you have, like. Should I do this too? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're fat this way. I mean, you're you're you have a lot of things here. You have a lot of things there. No. I need to lose weight, but if you want to lose weight, just do it at your own will. You know, don't do it for like. A, for other people, that's that's one thing that people need to understand. If no. you're if you're uncomfortable with how you look, change or it's up to you. It's totally up to you. You know mm-hmm. how you're gonna improve your life. So, Warren, thank you so much for um, sharing with us uh, today's topic on stairs. Uh, I kind of see it. Why I kind of see now like, why did you choose this as your word? Um, so we have to wrap things up uh, already, unfortunately. Um, is there anything that you wish to share to the audience like as a last, you know, like wrap up? Um, something that, you know, regarding this topic that you want everyone to know or anything. It can be a quote, it can be like a sentence, it's entirely up to you. Could it be a paragraph? Yeah, So I would say, uh, a message to especially young people or even actually people of all ages if you are feeling insecure about the way you look um know that it's not your fault but again you have the power to change it um you don't have to change for anyone if you're comfortable with looking the way you do and it doesn't fit society's standards then who cares but again it's easier said than done so that's a journey but you will get through this and you will 
you will do great. Uh, and to everyone else who, just everyone in general, just don't try to comment on other people's like weight and everything. I don't think that's a great thing to do. You can literally leave years of trauma towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't help. Um, especially people who are against the body positivity movement because it's uh, quote unquote encouraging people to uh, encouraging people to be obese. Uh, think like think again. So are you actually caring about their health or are you caring about the way they look? So yeah, that's my question to you. Thanks for inviting me. That was so good. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of people, please don't do it as a joke, even as a joke, you know, I mean, yeah, like, oh, oh yeah. That's the Sweet. worst. That's the worst kind of thing. The worst. A lot of people will be like, um, you're fat. Ah, ha, ha, ha. No, I'm just kidding. It's not cute. What the hell is that? So, Demois, do you have, uh, usually at the end of every episode, do you have any causes that you want to, that you don't give a shout out to? Um. So, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to promote the causes of the hosts at the moment. Thank you. Guys, share share your causes. I'm sure I believe in them. So, you do you. I think we shared them in our like episodes. Oh, okay, okay, great. So <laughs> whatever they said. So sending much love, hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, you're such you're so kind. I swear. Oh wow, thanks. <laughs> I don't <laughs> a compliment. Oh. oh my gosh. We, conclusion is that we all kind of need counseling on this, don't we? Yeah, everyone needs counseling, no matter like whether you have, you think you have a mental illness or you don't, or you just are struggling with simple things. Nothing is too simple. Just do you go for counseling? Go for counseling. Period. Okay, thank you so much, uh, everyone, including the voice and also um, to K for like joining us today. I think today we like learned and explored quite. Uh, detail about this topic and if you guys like have anything you want to share about this topic as well maybe you can use our hashtag stairs listen to me on hashtag stairs or something like that and then you can post on your social media as well so thank you so much everyone so we'll see you guys on the next episode bye-bye goodbye yeah.